last week on Discount Heroes. The ancient days of the city, somebody did something that made all vows, all contracts binding in some magical way. I need to look up record of a deal. All right, what are the names of the two parties? The first is Quincy Theodore Puffton, and the other is Legis the Terrible. The bird will return in one to two hours with your docking. Murder bros, three of them. What do you got? And what they were tried for. Uh, I'm afraid those would have been relegated to the deep archive. The scrolls rattle against their chains as you walk past. This one seems to be glowing brightly. Okay, I touch it. For a brief moment, you feel the sensation of being burned alive. You hear, I swear I will avenge you, my family. It is a binding vow. There's a door. The riddles it gives lately, they make no sense. If you can get that door open, I'll give you full permission to browse the archives. In order to get past me, you must answer these riddles three. Oh, God. I do it. Well, luckily, when we walked up, he said we need to answer these three riddles. He did not say we had to answer them correctly. Let us in. Exactly. Welcome to the Deep Archives. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome to Discount Heroes! Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic character and story-driven real-play podcast. We're a group of five friends who've known each other for 16-plus years. We've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM here. We got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? My name's Tyler. I'm playing Copes, the Circle of the Stars Druid. My name's Aaron, and I've been smoking some sage lately to try to kill my demons. I'll be playing Demarok, the Tiefling Bard. This is Thrasher, the Human Barbarian, <laughs> played by Jared, the Human Barbarian. And this is Matt, who is most of Aaron's demons, and I play Nox. Your sage ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> Do you need any tips with that, by the way? I have no idea how to use it. Because I do have some good sage advice. Oh, dang it. I walked right into it. But I do need tips. I can't get to, to stay lit. I don't know how people use it. At the festival I was just at, some guy stuck incense in a tree to burn it for like all the campsites. <laughs> and then he lit the tree on fire. <laughs> of course he did. That's what happens to trees. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think a tree should be able to withstand an incense. We cannot start talking about trees. We know what happens when we talk about trees. <laughs> I want to shout out my buddy Vegas. He got me a t-shirt that says, Roll the damn dice at Dragon Con. Thank you, Vegas. I love the shirt. <laughs> Episode Tulip. Huh? Huh? You're not going to think of a better one. All right. I've got a more I'll open-ended try. question this week for you guys. Hit me. Hit me, Papa Brown. I would like you guys to share a story each about another person in the podcast that has not been said so far. Oh, bro. You hurt my memory. Oh, that's tough. You're taking all our good stories. We've talked about each other a lot. I think I got one. So me and Tyler were hanging out and probably other people, but I just remember Tyler specifically for this story. And we were somewhere under the age of legal drinking, but still not following that rule. Um, If you catch my drift, (laughs) we were bad boys. (laughs) But I was sitting on the couch in his living room, and for some reason he had a ladder set up by his window, like 
I don't know, maybe his dad had fixed something or maybe he just liked to climb out it. But he just walked from the stairs to his room and then he walked down the ladder and then he came back up the stairs and walked to his room. And I sat there for like 10 minutes watching Tyler walk up the stairs, go into his room, and then about a minute later, (laughs) walk up the stairs and go into his room. I don't know why he did that, but I was fascinated. (laughs) You remember doing that, Tyler? Yes. Brent and I one night had in, uh, indulged in some herbal spices out of a uh, apparatus. Artifice. An artifice. Artifice. And we decided we wanted some pizza. Well, neither one of us had been to Little Caesars before, so we walked in. We were like, two pizzas, please. And they just handed them directly to us. And we paid and walked outside. We literally got right outside the door and started high-fiving and, like, laughing <laughs> and, like, cheering because we couldn't believe how awesome it was that they just gave us pizza. I'm pretty sure we sat in the Jeep and ate most of the pizzas yep. right outside. Right the there. Couldn't believe it. It's just like, we'd like two pizzas. Here they are. <laughs> we literally high-fived right outside of the door. What kind of witchcraft is this? Yeah, that's what it felt like. One of the best pizzas we've ever had. Oh, it's delicious. I don't remember what class it was, but me and Matt had several classes together in high and middle school. And I think it was in high school. And I walk into class and, you know, you know, do that grab each other's hand, bump your shoulders deal. Well, Matt's a giant and I'm a midget. So Matt, like, shouldered me in the mouth. <laughs> And I'm like, ow, what the hell, man? And he's like, oh, man, sorry, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, man, it's fine. It didn't really hurt. And then I punched him in the mouth. And I didn't think I hit him that hard, but the look in his eyes uh, was one that said, I'm about to fall over. Punched me in the right spot of that mouth. Uh, but then he didn't, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught him just right, and it just about knocked him out, according to the look on his face, and I felt really bad. But he didn't. Yeah, so it was funny. So it was fine. And I'm pretty sure you have knocked me out before at least once. So. It may have happened. I saw you do something like that to him one time and Matt finally retaliated and elbowed you like right in the face. That was it. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you were like, oh, okay. Yeah, he elbowed me. He, he threw it. I was behind him and he threw an elbow and it caught me directly in the nose and just laid me out. It's like, oh, maybe you don't mess with the six foot seven giant. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. Yeah. I don't care how big you are. <laughs> I have bad knees. I won't win, and I don't care. When me and Todd were growing up, we used to play in the woods a lot, and I can't remember oh, why. Oh, fuck you. But one day... Fuck you. Just absolutely fuck One day to get back at him for something, I we used to, we built this mudslide in the woods. Shout out to the mudslide. Great mudslide. Yeah, we had some good times. Fantastic mudslide. It was really awesome, guys, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it went right down into a creek, and we built a ramp to go into the creek. It was... But the creek wasn't deep. It was just treacherous. No, it was a puddle. Yeah, but it was fast. Anyway, I pretended to get hurt. I pretended to like twist my ankle and then had him help me all the way back through the woods as if I was like living and like his arm was under my shoulder kind of thing. And as soon as we got back to our yard, I just like pranced off. I was like, gotcha. My camera is not on right now because I don't have one, but the look of disgust on my face is very real. Excellent. It's a core memory for some reason. Good for you, Aaron. Take him down a peg. He needs it. Quick story about mudslides. Uh, If you've been on a mudslide, you know they're great, which, by the way, it's just a muddy hill. But if you've never (laughs) been on a mudslide or if you tell somebody that's never been on a mudslide about a mudslide, (laughs) they look at you like you're the stupidest motherfucker in the world. Oh yeah, we slid down. We, we slid on the mud. It was, it was so much fun. We slid on mud in the shallow, dirty water. If you haven't done it, you don't know how great it was. You don't know. It's like dirt was wet. No, you can't understand. <laughs> the dirt was Brent, wet. We would carry the water to the top. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, did you ever go to the mudslide? No, I never saw the mudslide. No, That's why you're looking at us like that. I don't want to get mud on me. We should all go. <laughs> we should all go. We can go now, yeah. It's probably- I will break something, no. Yeah. 
I have to go to work next week. I'm going to twist an ankle. I wake up every day and three new things hurt. No. Jared, let's play Game Escape. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One time I played a prank on Aaron. Well, I didn't specifically play it on Aaron, but I played it on the house that he lived in. I don't remember this. I don't know yet. You, you, You think you do remember it. So for work, I had a job site had closed and they had an emergency bullhorn that they had never used. A thing of canned air and a horn attached. So I thought I had a genius idea. I was like, I'm not going to blow this in a friend's house. That's that's crass. That's unsubtle, you know? <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to open this. I'm going to assemble it. And then I'm going to leave it on the table. <laughs> yes! This is at Myrtle Hill, wasn't it? Yeah. And then I'm going to leave. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. (laughs) Because if you don't know this, like, even the smallest tap of that thing, any air goes through it, it is incredibly loud. (laughs) So Aaron came home that night. I think you you were working for Domino's then. So you'd come home pretty late, like 2 a.m. And you you described walking up to it being like, huh, what's this doing here? <laughs> Can't be that loud. This is, this is how you described it to me. And then you pressed it at 2 a.m. <laughs> and they lived with six other people. Six, six people. other people. Six other people. <laughs> so you woke up. They woke up the entire house and everybody came out of their doors. It was like, I heard doors. Click, 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 click. And all the doors down the hall opening. And I see heads popping out, and I'm standing there holding a horn. <laughs> and I'm like, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. And I pressed it one more time. <laughs> All right. You've already. Okay. My bad. Good night. So that's one of the best pranks I've played. Yeah, it's a good prank. Yeah, just the uh, the temptation. Let us prank ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a. It's like god level type almost it's like i'll just put the pieces <laughs> in place and then just just watch it happen have their own curiosity destroy them <laughs> i had to touch it here's a little fun fact about jared that started at that house he would go to goodwill or the thrift store <laughs> and just buy random little like knickknacks and stuff and just set them up in our house so one day you'd be walked by like who's that little sailor guy what's he doing there <laughs> Oh, somebody else who lives here must have bought that for decoration. Yeah, it was seven people. You could never find out like what little thing that was there. And he would tell us sometimes they like there's like seven things in here right now. I know for sure at least one of them, the I think it was a little statuette of Shakespeare, uh, is still at Sam's house now. That's he just thought it was his. This is a friend of ours who has moved out of that house. Years Twice. ago, everybody left the house. Into another house. Now he's got kids and a wife. That Yeah, he bought a house. Kids and a wife. And that thing is in that house with them. What's even better is we moved out of that house. You put it in. Into another house where he took it and displayed it. And then took it from that <laughs> I forgot house that. To his next house. He just feels like he's the kind of guy that would have some Shakespeare statue. So it must be his. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's genius. He was right. Well, I mean, at that point, I feel like everybody knew that, you know, if you did, if you weren't sure where something came from, there's a good chance it was me. We can take that out. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you even say that? We can just take that out. I'm engaging in a long con prank against one of our friends right now. Who is it? I'm not saying they don't listen. Is it one of us? It's Sam. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't listen. He actively refuses to listen. Yeah, so we who, talk all about yeah, him. He won't what even call it, it a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He won't call this a podcast. So what is it? I want to help. No, oh, man, you'll ruin it. Okay, then I won't help. Can I know what it is? No, oh, I don't want to. No, I want him to possibly ask you about it, and then you'll know. Okay, I'm into that. Okay, fine. Text me. Text me, too. Yeah, text me, please. (laughs) I'm good at this. All right, $20 from the listeners, and then I'll tell you guys. No. Jared, just Venmo. Venmo. I've literally picked up my phone. No, don't do it. 
What happened to that? I ordered that Hawaiian shirt. I forgot that I did order it. Why didn't it show up? Because it landed on my doorstep and I sold it on eBay. In our house, yeah. <laughs> well, if it gets there, Aaron will open it for you. Live on stream, baby. One time our friend Chris sold a, a washer that he didn't even own. <laughs> so I remember that. It, it was just outside at his apartment complex, and he just put a note that said, what, like $30 or something on it? Yeah. Like 40 bucks. And then just posted it on Facebook. He didn't even move it. He just put a sticky note on it with a price. <laughs> Somebody bid-moed him and came and picked it up. <laughs> Genius. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Really. yeah. A good idea. All right. You guys ready for this? Oh, sorry. I'm telling you, you're ready for this. I'm ready for it. Yes, sir. Can we get the rights to Mortal Kombat? Yes, Dungeon Master. Yes. Hey, Brent, would you check your phone real quick? Was that you that messaged me? He Venmoed you money. He really did? Yeah. So if I keep this money, I have to tell you guys what's the what the prank is. Yeah. But you're going to ruin it, probably, aren't you? You're going to tell him. No. I'm not going to tell him. Are you kidding me? I'm so good. There's so many secrets I know of everybody's. You're going to giggle or something, and he's going to know. No, I can play the con. I love con. Don't tell us that. Okay, I'll tell you. I got $20, so fine. I'll tell you. I have been slowly adding gnomes to his front yard. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking good. Oh, my God. That's so perfect. Dude, I'm over there pretty often. I just thought he kept getting more gnomes because he liked them. <laughs> it's because Jesse. I don't know if he's even noticed. It's because Jesse likes gnomes. Well, he probably doesn't look. He's probably like, Jesse's just been buying fucking, so many fucking yeah, gnomes. Yeah, Jesse goes out there and plays with them with the kids. Yeah, because uh-huh. I, I bought her some like fairy gnome sets. And then she set those up. But the zombie Santa I put out there has not been moved. And he's still just lurking in the bushes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love you so much. I won't interfere at all. Like, I won't, like, duplicate it or nothing, but I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. Please leave this in the podcast, because he'll never hear it, and it'll be great. I won't either if you send me 20 bucks. (laughs) If you don't want us to tell, you have to send us these 20. No, no, I have so many gnomes left, man. Come on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Because I was counting on someone not being observant and maybe not getting asked for a while so jesse's a little whimsical she might think they're fucking and reproducing yeah (laughs) dude that's possible now that's whimsy she might she might have that exact level of crunchy in her i think she'll probably believe that her fairy garden attracted the the gnomes knowing they'd be safe there well it kind of did it did that's true (laughs) you should start hiding some in the woods too behind their house I don't put them out every time because I don't want to be to have a reliable pattern that they can track. Long con yeah, for baby. sure. Yeah, I get it. You're doing good. See, now you can get us in on the con too if you want. Some can just show up when you're not even there. I don't think Sam's paying that much attention. I think y'all are. Sam is so <laughs> oblivious. Sam has not noticed for sure. Here's the here's <laughs> the real question we're talking about. At 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 a certain point, you will notice how many gnomes there is. Is it thirty gnomes? <laughs> Is it fifty gnomes or is it sixty gnomes? But yeah. one day you'll be you'll pull up after work and be like, "There's a lot. Of That's a lot of gnomes." gnomes out here. <laughs> Some of them are very obvious. Let me pull one before you. I can't. the The conversation between the two of them is gonna be the best. Here's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are very obvious, so. Oh, they're that size. What do you mean very obvious? They're all gnomes, man. Well, this one's taking the shit. I thought they'd be bigger. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. Wow. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh my god, dude. I love that you I got like ten on deck. What am I doing with my time <laughs> if I'm not doing shit like that? What the <laughs> fuck? I'm not living at all. We're just not agents of chaos like Brent is. Jesse has a thing she's built such a good gnome garden. It's just attracting more gnomes. <laughs> she's gonna think good. that. Oh. I love that this bringing all these gnomes in, but I wish they wouldn't shit in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, next time, next time you see a dome, you're gonna you're gonna wonder who was it placed by. <laughs> you. It was me. Yeah, that's right. 
But if, if oh. Jesse asks you, you don't know anything. I don't know anything. I, don't. I got it. I don't think she's going to ask anyone, though. I don't but know. But if she asked me, because I bought her nose, but yeah, all the ones I bought you. You know they're going to assume it was me because I'm the one known for just leaving knickknacks at other people's houses. Oh, there you oh, go. That's good. Yeah. You're playing on his M.O. Damn. This is like a cake, baby. This shit has layers. Right. I'll tell her. I know nothing about it. You know nothing? No mercy. No. <laughs> Boo. Can we do a side bet? On how many gnomes it takes before they notice, before they mention it to somebody. Yeah, that's a great idea. We'll do a pool, a $5 pool. On the Discord? Oh, yeah. About beginning On the Discord the as well. I, I do find this all very offensive, though, by the way. Why? Because he's a gnome. Oh. oh, I thought you had a really good pun you wanted to deliver. I was trying to set you up. No. I think Tyler did, too. One of them has a machine gun. Last week on Discount Heroes. Wait, is that real? Yeah. And he's oh out there? God. No, he's not out there. He's in my car. He's he's on deck right now. Oh, he's on deck. God, <laughs> I love you. Fuck. Can he's we got a machine gun? <laughs> yeah, he's got a machine. I was gonna put him further in the bushes behind the zombie Santa. So it's like <laughs> staging a little scene. Yeah, oh. he's sneaking up on him. Of course he is. What the fuck? We're gonna have to open another section of the Discord. Yeah. Sam's not in here, right? No, no he won't not. listen. Can we call the Discord section No Gnome Knows? How many know? We'll workshop the name, but yeah. yeah. Brent, please, you gotta say the thing. So let's go ahead and <clears throat> begin the game. Get that, mouth, get that mouth wet if you need yeah. to. Alright, I'll wet it. I also, this is kind of back a little bit, but every time he does the fucking introduction, now I cringe because he botched it so many times. That was so bad. Oh, wait, what? When he does the the welcome to Discount Heroes, like for six weeks he had like a brain aneurysm and couldn't say it right. Oh yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, I was I ran out of my multivitamin. That was probably it. <laughs> Matt's going to go outside tomorrow. There's going to be a bunch of gnomes. You're like, ah! <laughs> I should have talked Bam, shit. We got gnomed. <laughs> we got gnomed. Jared put a fake snake in my truck one time. Damn, that's the story I should have told. Last week, our intrepid adventurers visited the Grand Archive of Contracts and Punishments taking in the wonder of one of the cornerstones of the litigious people. After a couple of disastrous interactions, they learned they needed permission from the assistant to the head archivist, Thaddeus Quillforge, to enter the deep archives and find out what crime the murder orbs had supposedly committed. After finding him, he made them an offer. Solve the problem of the malfunctioning puzzle door, and he'd gladly give them permission to enter. And using their incredible wit, they answered a series of riddles and entered the deep archives. And that's where we find our heroes now. You see, because he didn't actually say we had to get it right. We just had to answer is what he said. He said, answer. Ah. So, yes, so we could have speed run that, kind of. Yeah, it really would have been super easy. All right, let's come inside these guys. I mean, go inside of them. Well done, my friends. I was watching the whole time. Thaddeus! I'm not surprised my scholars weren't able to parse these. I believe they just spent all their time arguing over the answer and never actually gave one. Ah, action was the answer. Guys, I think it was the left side of the... the, the that's where the treasure was. Ah, the moon shadow. Just get sucked out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying, I actually have this friend Tyler, and I've been telling him forever, like, don't think, just say whatever comes into your mind and let that be what happens, you know? What a cool guy, dude. Where's he at? Yeah, it's a lot of fun to play D&D with him. Is that the doc guy? <laughs> uh, I fully grant you permission to enter the deep archives. This is a, this is an honor bestowed to few. What, we get to go deep in these guys? What's up with the guys? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the doors were guys. 
The Deep Archives. Archives. Oh, archives? Archives. I thought you said Archives. The Grand Archives? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm... I guess I'm afraid not. No, down here? It's actually been some time since any of us have been down here. This door's been malfunctioning for quite some time. Uh, 20 years or so? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's made it uh, very difficult to get in touch with the head archivist. You left a dude down here for 20 years? Ah, uh, yes. Well, I mean, that is... Uh, he, he worked mostly on his own as well, and... Well, truth be told, he's he's not the nicest fellow, and a little bit creepy to look upon. Is he an orb guy? Uh, no, he, he's just a annoying little gnome guy with a bulbous brain. So this is like a flesh boy that needs food and uh, water? Whoa. Uh, he's a powerful wizard. I'm sure he had the ability to conjure food for himself, but he gestures around him. All of these here, they're directed by her. Powerful gnome wizard. I think we have something in common already. So, clearly she's fine, and like I said, I didn't really like talking to her most of the time anyway. What'd you say her name was? Well, if you see her, you'll find out. I'd be glad to know that she's okay. What was Thaddeus' full name again? Thaddeus Quillforge. Witherspoons. Oh, Quillforge. Well, when I knew her, I, who knows? She went by the name Memory. Memory. Head Archivist Memory. Ooh. So she's not a group of guys. She had gone back there. We had been having this a terrible problem, I tell you. Awful. These bookworms, they just they crawl through the books. They eat them all the way through. They, oh, it, it is a nightmare. She had gone down there to deal with them. Shortly after the door began malfunctioning, who who knows why? You said she controls the door, right? Well, I never considered that possibility. What? Told you I was a scholar. Truthfully, she just or he gestures around. All of this is largely automatic. The documents sort themselves as they fly into the the building. Amendments naturally fly to their respective documents and attach themselves. It is all under the direction of the head archivist. If something was wrong, we would have seen it. Well, let's go, uh, meet this memory ourselves. Bye, Thaddeus. One last thing, if you wouldn't mind. Oh. I already said bye, but okay. I, look, I'll, I'll offer you a book of scrolls, if, that's, uh, if that is a good reward for you. There is a vault deep in the archives that every so often needs an infusion of magic to maintain its seal. It seals behind it a malevolent spirit that cannot be released. Let's let it out. Oh no, that is. <sighs> Did you just call him Daddyus? <laughs> if you would take the time while you're down slip. there to find this vault and give it the infusion of magic it needs to maintain the seal, I would greatly appreciate it. We certainly will, but could you maybe tell us a little bit more about what's behind it? Yeah, is it like a cool cool guy back there? Yeah, like a, like a rough rider. I'm afraid I'm not privy to the exact nature of the entity that's trapped within, but the head archivist assured me that releasing whoever it is would be a complete disaster to the entire world. <sighs> do you think do you think maybe she's lying and maybe we should let it go? Yeah, yeah. It is not in the archivist's nature to lie, but perhaps if you find her, you can ask her yourself. But I urge you not to release this figure. I don't know what will happen, but I don't want to deal with the paperwork if we have a major incident here. The workers' compensation would be outrageous. Yeah, overtime alone. Um. Okay, bye. Oh, uh, bye. <laughs> Sp splendid. Return to me when you have completed your tasks, and I I'd love a full report of how it is down there before I send my scholars down to explore the depths once again. 
I walk away. Yeah. I already said goodbye. We'll do, we'll do, bud. He's just still talking as you guys walk away. Okay. <laughs> He's like, and another thing. We close the door. The door starts speaking the riddle to Thaddeus. <laughs> I ask you these riddles three. And you are plunged into complete darkness. It is completely unlit. I have night vision. Yeah. Well, that does, it's still unlit. What does that mean? It's like you're having to use your dark vision. And you can see, what, 30 feet away? 60 feet? 30 60. feet. 30 feet. Mine's- then bright light and another 30 feet dim light, I think. Pull out my glowy axe. Okay. I start dancing. We're going to make it lit. You're not dancing downstairs again. All right. Your light-providing axe illuminates your immediate area. You see lines of stone bookshelves extending off into the distance. Everyone roll a perception check. Well, you know I'm going to crush it. Six. Ooh, 18. 16 for me. Nice. All right. Oh, 13. Suck it, Copes. Wow. What do I see? What do I see? All right. With the 15 or better, uh, you hear the subtle scratchings of movement when you illuminate the area around you. Something is backing away into the shadows. What are you guys calling? I don't hear anything subtle. There's a subtle scratching. It's a little kitty. It doesn't like the light. Put my axe away. Okay, well, yeah. I call for it again. (laughs) Roll a persuasion check. Or animal handling if you're going that route. I want to do animal handling just because I feel like it's better. I'm way better at persuasion, but 16. You see a figure hop from one of the top of the bookshelves. It's just at the edge of your dark vision. And you see just the barest outline of its silhouette approaching closer to you as you call out to it. Whoa, kitty. Nox, you see that guy? Yeah. What is it? Thrash. Ham. Faulkner. (laughs) Ghost. There's a guy walking towards it. <laughs> Does it look like a like a humanoid? Can we tell? Uh, do you got, you got dark vision? Yeah. So as it approaches closer, you can see that it is a rotund shaped figure walking on four strange legs. How tall? It doesn't exactly look like a cat, but it is approximately cat sized. Oh, hey, kitty, 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 kitty. Kitty. Are you out in front of everyone, Demarok? And you're like trying I mean, to. Maybe you? slightly, like one foot. A little bit, yeah. I just like walk towards it here. I kind of crouch down a little bit to seem less intimidating. Now hold out a squid nib. Hold out a squid nib? Okay. Alright, the thing seems to timidly allow you to approach. Maybe a couple times it looks like it wants to back away, but it moves curiously. It doesn't have a face exactly to speak of. And its shape is a little odd. It's like a, a, a round kind of bulbous shape on four clawed feet, almost like almost like dinosaur feet. I keep trying to feed it where I think the face should be. It almost like quivers. You're not sure. It's like it's equivalent of smelling. Yeah, it's good. Eat it. And I was kind of like mushing it into the face area. Slightly. Easily. Okay, it moves its shape towards your outstretched hand. And then it it pauses for just a moment. And I need you to roll an intelligence saving throw. I know what this is. (laughs) Oh, I have no bonus to this. Since a seven. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no. All right. So you feel... Something odd, something like it's reaching for you in some way, but not with its hands. It's almost like the way Copes touches your mind for a moment when he speaks to you. It's like this thing is reaching out for you, beseeching towards you. And for a moment, you can't help but take its mental grasp and you feel something pulled from you immediately. Something wrenched from your grasp 
you lose eight points of intelligence. Oh! <laughs> How many points of intelligence do you have? Uh, ten. Ten, so you reduce to two intelligence. Permanently? At least right now. I got you, I got you. And I want to give you a good comparison for what what two intelligence means for you. <laughs> okay, so two to three intelligence is animal level intelligence. Not like a smart animal, like a like a, a rodent or a rat or a dog. I immediately gobble up my squid nib and kind of like move away to the corner. <laughs> and I kind of like, what? Hey, What's that sound? I back up in a corner. I'm just kind of eating my squid nibs, slowly pulling them from my pocket, and just kind of watching what's going on. Uh, Demi, don't eat all the snacks. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) Demi, what the hell? Hey, hey. If you don't calm down, I'm going to send Pam over there. Hey. Uh,. Can we still see that figure? The figure after, it looks a little bit bigger than it was before, and it scurries off into the darkness. You can follow it if you want, but. You need to follow this thing. Uh, yeah, what What the hell was that? Something just, I, I don't know what the hell that was. There was no visual cue. It just was him offering the thing, and then he started acting weird. I'll, I'll get it. I'll run off after. All right, you, you had dark vision, right? No. No, he, he doesn't. Does it. <laughs> For episode three. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> Run off. All right, what's everyone else doing? Uh, I guess I'll follow Copes into the darkness if he can't see anything. I'll pull my axe back out. All right. You can see again. Thrasher, don't let him eat all the squid nibs. Uh, do I see him in the corner eating squid nibs? Yeah, you can see Demrock there eating squid nibs. Debbie, save some of those for later. Hey! Debbie, hey! Put down the squid. Put down the. Put down the nibs. I start eating them faster, I think. I try and get the squid nibs. Hey! I slash out at him with my whip across the face. <laughs> I grapple him and take the squid nibs. Demi, what's wrong? I don't want to be. I don't want to be grappled at all. I'm fighting like a fucking animal. I'll cast everything. I don't think you can with your intelligence, though, can you? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I can. My thing comes from charisma. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of up to you what you're going to think to use in the moment. I wouldn't think to use anything. It just happened. An animal doesn't think to sting. It just stings. Sure, yeah. Okay. There's no official rules for how you're supposed to act, but, you know, your tactics should be appropriate to something that's an animal. I don't think we need to do like a bunch of rolling and shit. We're just arguing. We're just fighting. No, I don't want to. If you don't want to grapple me, but if you do grapple me, I was just going to hang back and kind of follow you guys at like a 30 to 60 foot pace. All right. uh... Hey, I I want to have gotten a hold of the squid nibs and then I'm using those to lead you along to follow us. Would that work for you? He is not getting the squid nibs. No, this is my (laughs) squid nibs. This is my food source. Okay, yeah, fine. We're just we're keep walking. You ever taken a food from a dog? You could roll animal handling to get it from him. No, well, I'll just follow them. I'm creeping behind, just like very slowly, just kind of dragging my feet 60 or 40, 30 feet behind him, just in my range of dark vision. All right, and you guys are trudging along. Looking at your environment, you can see that. The shelves are labeled at regular intervals by the year that they were archived. You're currently at documents that are 30 plus years old. You'll have to go deeper to find what you're looking for. Nox, you got any idea what's going on with Demi? He's being very stingy with the snacks, is what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, but, but what happened? Like, what happened, man? I couldn't see anything. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, it looked like that cat came up to him. There was a cat. Some, I mean, something. He seemed like he thought it was a cat. Sounded like he was calling him a cat. It looked kind of fat. That's time, Knox. <laughs> uh, fine. Um, well, I, I he's kind of acting dumb. 
Yeah, I noticed he's really about those squid nibs and not, you know, communicating. I just finished the last squid nib. Fuck. All right, now things are dire. Brent, do I know what happened? So, roll an arcana check to determine if you're able to figure out what happened. I just find it ridiculous that he would start acting like that and we'd just keep moving through the archives. Well, we we went through following whatever it was, but uh, that's a 24 arcana. 24? Okay, so I was going to make it hard because you didn't get a good look at it, but this is something that you are aware of. This is the effect of an intellect devourer. Uh, uh... This is bad, guys. This is bad. The tiny, aberrant creation that feeds on the intelligence of sentient creatures. Hey! Hey! It's like a... It's like a... It's like a dog. But instead of eating squid nibs, it eats your brain. Typically, they drain the intelligence (laughs) of its victim until they completely dominate them, and then they replace their brain and take control of their body. They're trying to eat our brains. Let's try and eat our brains. Well, how how do we stop it? Uh, An unusual fact that you notice by rolling so high is that it did not continue to try to feast on Demarok. It left. I I mean, usually those things are pretty, uh, (laughs) are pretty aggressive once they start. It's like they try to take over your body. So I don't know why that thing ran away. Do you think it got all it could have? <laughs> uh, maybe. I, usually, no. I, I think I think they like take it all and then take your body. You look over at Demarok. He's got his dog painting out, and the dogs thrash. Stay, just kind of. If anything gets near him, try to knock it down. The dog painting is kind of wagging his tail, and then Demi's kind of wagging his tail, and it's just like they're back and forth. <laughs> Hey, hey, Grant, why are you rolling hey. so many times? Everyone make perception checks. Oh, Lord. I just did, and I perceived that you're rolling a bunch. Oh, I got a real life perception check. 21. Nice. There he is. Then we're all got a 19. Well, yeah, I guess I still do. Okay, so, man. Copes beat all of them. Yes. So you see that nestled among the shelves, you can just make out the outline of quivering shadows. Five of them in the bookshelves around you. It looks like they were, they're lying in wait. It doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem like they've noticed that you've noticed. Um, I'm going to whisper to the party. Guys, don't, don't fucking. There's some quivering shadows laying in wait in the bookshelf, but I don't think they noticed us yet. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, if if they're trying to ambush us, maybe we ambush them first. Say no more, axe time! And then I hit one. Oh my god. (laughs) Since Cope's managed to beat all of them, he can point out every single one of them. So nobody ends up surprised this round. Yay. Go Copes. As the figures begin to rise from their hiding places, and now you can see them for what they are. It's a brain on legs. That's pretty much exactly what it looks like. So that's what they look like. You guys see them? It's in the crit in my mouth discord. Fun fact, that was the original name of the podcast, guys. (laughs) crit in my mouth who named that something that stupid well okay it was you yeah it was me (laughs) alright everyone roll initiatives it's like shit in my mouth oh yeah a phrase that you say quite often (laughs) we roll an initiative initiative it's a 20 for coats 13 19 9 Let's roll for our little buddies here. Quincy's not with us. All right, Copes goes first. These things don't like light. They retreated when light occurred. So take from that what you will. What do you think if I just cast daylight right in the middle of this? Just do what you will. The only time you ask, I think it's a good idea. Now, 
What if I use my ring of the grammarian and cast gay light? The rainbow. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I can see them where, exactly where they're hiding, right? Like, as I perceive. Yes. Can I cast daylight directly on top of them? Uh, you can kind of cast it uh, in it. It takes up, what, like a 30-foot area? 60-foot. 60-foot area? It would illuminate all of them. Yeah, I'm just going to say... Uh, oh, let's, let's... I guess I don't have to say something good every spell. You've been trying to say something good? Trying. That's the whole... That's the key word. Um, so a little sun just appears between my horns, and I launch it right where I perceived they all were. They cower under the blinding light. Uh, they grant advantage to attack rolls against them while they're while they're illuminated in bright light. Sweet. And then for Jared, I do a cartwheel. Nice cartwheel, man. Thanks, man. All right, next up is Thrasher. How many are there? There are five. Run up to that first one. I rage. And hit him. He's on a shelf. He's on a shelf? Yeah. Not for long, he's not. <laughs> you sure about that? Oh my god, are you kidding me? Well, I mean, that's still a 14. Still 14 is a hit. Alright. That's wild. I know. <laughs> Nine damage. Wow, dude. <laughs> Just... Yeah, dude, uh, he's good at one thing. If that doesn't kill him, I'm gonna hit him again. Does not kill him. Yeah, that's another hit for sure. There he is. 19 damage. You cleave this brain in half, in twain. When he does that, Dimrock points his finger out and casts and says, Hey! And without knowing he casts Distant or Dirge of Dread, it's a reaction spell. When an ally brings a creature within 60 feet to zero hit points, um, I select a number of creatures within 15 feet of the triggering ally. And they all become frightened of him. That's a good, good spell. Oh, I didn't say it, so clip it in. I rage. Alright, do you happen do you try to not to destroy any books when you do this swing? Or do you just take out some books on the shelf? I, I don't know why I'm even thinking like Thrasher would be worried about that. No, he wouldn't he would not be trying to not hurt books. Okay. You tear through some books. They fly to the ground. The this seems to incense the creatures. They they perk up. They seem agitated. While also scared of me. Jared, what do you get from raging? Uh, two more damage on each attack. Resistance to like a bu- pretty much all physical damage. So not just advantage on the roll. Uh, no, I have advantage on the rolls from you. Okay, okay, that's what I was. That's what I was wondering. If that's why you rage. Okay, I was just. Curious. No, no, I. I you gave me the advantage. I wouldn't have that from Rage. Hey, and I didn't mean to cut into your explanation, but on the Dirge of Dread, uh, I rolled a seven, so I can affect three of them. Mm-hmm. And they have to make a wisdom saving throw. All got a plus zero to that. Fail, fail. Is that a new spell, Aaron? Pass. Two of them failed. So they are frightened? Uh, no, I used it once incorrectly. In the in the in the statue fight with Lash. <laughs> All right. What does frightening do? They can't move uh, willingly toward the person they're frightened of, and they have disadvantage, I believe, on attack rolls. The yeah, ability checks and attack rolls while in line of sight of the thing that they're afraid of. That's not even your turn, so that's Nox's turn now. All right. Uh, totally random. Would we have had time for a short rest after the bank robbery? Or was that pretty? We went back to Pam's. It's probably what we did when we back. Yeah. When we went back to the hideout. We. You would have had time. Yeah. It's just to get a spell slot back. So not that I'm going to use it. Uh, are they all pretty tightly close together or are they spread out? They're spread out. Okay. Um, I will use. Probably shouldn't fireball the rows of books. Uh, I'm just going to pull out my sword and uh, and run up to one of these little guys uh, and start swinging at him. Okay. So first one will be a booming blade. Uh, 21 to hit. It's a hit. And the second one's going to be a 17 to hit. Okay, that's a hit. 
All right, so that's going to be a whopping nine slashing damage on the first swing. Mm-hmm. 12 slashing damage on the second swing. All right, you cleave it. And then, well. Brain surgery. Okay. No booming play. And uh, I strike a cool pose. Yeah, just uh, don't lose your brains, guys. It's my positive encouragement. All right, it's Demarok's turn. Hey! Um, Quick question. Would their intelligence attack ever be conceived as a trap or environmental hazard? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) Then... Don't know unless you ask. That's right. Jim Rock's standing there, and everybody kind of looks at him, like stops in their action and looks at him, and he just starts, hey, 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 and he casts Majestic Anthem. So every creature that I choose gains temporary hit points, uh, 13 temporary hit points. Jeez. Hey, nice. And then as a bonus action. To everyone? Yeah, to everybody. Dang. As a bonus action, I cast uh, Bardic Inspiration on Thrash. I kind of point to him and say, hey! <laughs> hey! Thank you. So inspired. Now now it is their turns. Man, you can do so much now. I'm a slow burn character, Burby. Babe, Burby. 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 <laughs> It's, it's, I'm a slow it's burn like a, burping. It's between bro and baby. That's like one of your bros who's a Furby. Yeah, that's it. A Burby. <laughs> I am pretty furry. All right. The air around the remaining devourers vibrates, and Copes, Thrasher, and Demarok have to make intelligence saving throws. Oh, life. <laughs> mm. 23. I have minus four now, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Crit fail. Aaron Nat 20. Oh my god. Nat 20. <laughs> nat 20. Oh, 16, I guess, but I don't know how that works. You just Ooh, yeah, yeah. If you, you if you get that. a Nat 20, succeed, yeah, period. Hey. Alright, so you should have taken this also, Copes. Both both you and Thrasher take eleven psychic damage from this attack. I don't, I get a 23 and he nat one, so we take the same. Oh, sorry, sorry, not you. Sorry, my bad. The Demarok should have taken this, my bad. Even uh, with a nat 20? No, no, on the previous time that you failed, you should have taken you should have taken 11 psychic damage. Okay. And I didn't want to apply that to Jared. I got plus 13, so I'll just Yeah, you could take it from the temp HP since it was my mistake. Guys, keep an eye on me. I'm I'm down to 81 HP now, so it's getting kind of rough. Alright, and Thrasher. You lose 11 intelligence. Oh my god. You got so much HP, though. How much intelligence do you have, Jared? Uh, well, I had 10. Oh. I can't remember how to breathe. <laughs> it just... <laughs> is the one is the one who attacked us afraid of Thrasher? So the other they would have all attacked Thrasher on the on that turn because they were pissed about the books being destroyed, but only one of them could. So they had to attack somebody else. Uh, Thrasher flops down on the ground. Uh, he's completely distracted by this floppy wet thing flopping around inside of his mouth. Doesn't know what it is. Can't figure it out. It's his tongue, guys. He can't figure out what's going on with that. Thing. <laughs> I, I figured that out. All right. You see that Thrasher has fallen to the ground, and one of the devourers has disappeared. There are two remaining ones. And it, it disappeared is, how? It just vanished. As soon as, uh, as soon as Thrasher collapsed to the ground, it disappeared. It's going to be really bad for you guys in a second. Uh, oh, it's inside a thrasher. Okay. So now it will go back to initiative order, and it is... Uh, it's Cope's turn. Pam's turn? What about, about Pam and... Oh, Falk? I guess Pam and... Pam and... This is not really Faulkner's jam, but I'll let him do something. Ooh! Make him do something really badass. 
he's going to uh, shoot a hand crossbow at one of the intellect devourers. So he's got advantage on it because of that. Uh, he hits. He rolled with advantage because of the light that's blinding them. Yeah, what did he roll? He got a 19 to hit. Nice. Alright, he deals 7 damage to one of the devourers. Pam hey. runs in. She's got hey. she's got these two knives, and you don't know where she got them. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> what do they look like? Are they like really <laughs> wicked? What? Yeah, they're serrated. And one of them looks bloodstained already. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're not sure when that happened while your back was turned. Oh, God. She definitely had no place to hide them necessarily in the dress that she was wearing. Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> I'm not attracted to Pam. This other this librarian was beautiful. We had a connection. Who's gonna attack the same one? Nat 20. Oh my god, oh, Pam. Oh my god, Pam. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this, Pam. This is what she needed. Alright, she deals nine damage with the first attack and doesn't hit with the second attack, but it is dead from the first attack. Mm-hmm. Nat Nat 20s it, and then just she stabs it in the top, and then just slowly carves down the the crest of the brain. She carves pain into it. Pain was here. She looks back and smiles at you guys. We, I give her yeah, a thumbs Pam. up. <laughs> hey. All right, that was that was their turns. Now it's Cope's turn. I, I'm gonna uh as a bonus action I'll shift into my archer form and then I'm gonna guiding bolt the the other one. Okay. Actually I'm not gonna shift into my form. Yeah. There's two left. Okay, I will shift into the archer form and then uh guiding bolt one of the full health ones. Okay. So that's a fifteen. Fifteen's a hit. Things are hit, and then it's 4d6. Guiding bolt. 17. Atta boy. Brain explodes. Aha! That, that's, that's all I got right now. Aha! Aha! Sorry for the headache. Sorry for the headache. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I blew up your brain body. Is that anything? <laughs> <laughs> you had a great one, and then you just, you just kept going, and I love it. I love you for it. Jerry, see how short and practical my turn was? That was for you. Good job, man. <laughs> Thrasher mumbles incoherently for his turn. <laughs> a boy, Thrash. You, you tell him. Uh... Okay, there's one more left now. One more left. All right. I'm just going to stab it in the face. Right in, its, right in its brain face. Okay, right in its brain face. Right in its brain face. Let's go back with that. I'm not trying not to destroy everything around me. That's a 22 to hit. That's a hit for sure. Uh, and a 21 to hit. Two for sure hit. Just together. So the first one is eight, and the second one is 13 damage. 8 and 13? Alright, you chop it up. How's that for a uh, brain ache? Damn, guys, this is hard. Hey! They get your intelligence, too. Alright, it is quiet around you now. No more shufflings, no more movement. Thrasher lies on the ground, mumbling incoherently. Uh... Thrash, are you, uh, good to keep going? That's the spirit. Um, can you walk? Does he walk? Thrasher, for what it's worth, you feel your limbs begin to, it's like you're numb all over for a moment don't really have control of your body then suddenly you feel sensation returning starting at the fingertips and the toes and coming up the rest of your body you feel yourself pulling you to your feet 
though it doesn't feel like it's under your own control. You find yourself looking out into the world, but it's not you in the, in the, at the helm. And a voice comes from your mouth, although it is not Thrasher's voice. You must cease this. You must cease this violence. Hey. Uh, Thrasher? That's not really... Is that your Theodore voice or something? Teddy? Can I hear this? Do I know that this is going on? Uh, you know that it is going on to yourself in a way. That's all I need to know for later. Thank you. You must cease this violence. Uh, okay. We're done with the violence. You're also sucking, like, the souls out of people, so... You must listen to me, Copes. You must listen to me, Knox. Demarok. How do you know my name? Hey! Hi! I know the things that your friend knows. Okay, like you, you've said. I have consumed him. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? You know about the gnomes? If you wish to have your friend back, you must come with me and stop this violence at once. I mean, y'all think we need him, or should we... I don't think we really need him. Ah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on. Oh, uh, me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Too. He's not going to know we said this stuff about him, right? No. <laughs> oh, thank God. He beat me to death one time on a whim. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> oh, since you're there, whose fault was that? Which part? All of it. He knew, right? He knew he wasn't dead. I think blame is a difficult thing to decide. He tried to bury Copes. He knew he was dead, right? He tried to bury him. Alright, did you know Thrasher? The, the the devourer knows. That he wasn't dead? Yeah, did Thrasher know? Yeah, obviously. I wanted to hurt him. Your friend knew. He wished to hurt him. I fucking knew it. <laughs> that motherfucker. Alright. I still like him, though, kind of. Yeah, no, we need him. We need him. Someone's got to carry me around. Alright, we'll help you. He brings a youthful energy. I mean, hey! <laughs> Demi, are you back? Hey! Oh, shit. There are also a number of crusty socks hidden under his bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not new information to anybody, I don't think. So you will not hurt me. You will follow? I will follow you. Into the dark. Wait, will you will you write my friend a letter of recommendation if this works? The head archivist can offer you a letter of recommendation. I will lead you to him. I want one from you. <laughs> We're gonna get you that fucking position, Copes. It's the only thing I've ever wanted. Alright, lead the way. Thr- Thrash. Do you have a name? We could just call you Teddy. My name is Patrick Ballou. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We are the, the archivist. We are all the archivist. That's fucking creepy. Yeah, fucking hide mind bullshit. One of us is more the archivist than others, though. I will lead you to her. Very well. Take us to your leader. Knox <laughs> <laughs> doesn't move when they start walking away, and then I look at it, and I'm like, hey, you've got the memories, you know the drill. Get over here and pick me up. <laughs> That's great. Thrasher's body picks you up just like Thrasher used to. This new Thrash not that bad. I almost prefer it. All right, and he gets on all fours and crawls along the ground and leads you further ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's not pretend none of you have ever seen Thrash do that. <laughs> Obviously, you got to do an outro as the brain guy. What was his name? Brian. 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 Yeah, Brian. Brian. Yeah, Brian. I have no name. You can call me Brian.
I know what you are thinking. You are thinking that you enjoyed the discount heroes. You can feel your intelligence slipping away as your enjoyment increases. That's so <laughs> Every Thursday return to have your mind sucked further and your intelligence further dropped until you are nothing but a mindless husk right for the taking. Your mind will be filled with phallic jokes, thought humor, and questionable results. <laughs> I beseech you, listen to our musings on our Twitter page. Join us at the Discord, where you can hear the ramblings and ravings of madmen fully embrace your loss of intelligence. So tell your friends, have them listen. It is the purest sacrifice you can offer to us. For we love nothing more than corrupting and feeding on the minds of the public. But, as always, thank you for listening to Discount Heroes. Your questionable test scores are always guaranteed. It was like a creepy, like, toodaloo or something. Mm, let's see. Twaddle do. Toodaloo. Twaddle do, friends. No, never mind. We'll cut that. <laughs> Bibbidi bop bye bye. <laughs> Just start scatting. Bibbidi bop bye bye. bop bye bye. bop 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 I got all of the vaccines. I got the ones I didn't need. Got the Ebola one. <laughs> Smallpox. Prince on birth control. Yeah. <laughs> Chock full of shit he doesn't need. <laughs> <laughs>